Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Brett Bielema's Fighting Illini won their opener last Saturday, 30-22 over Nebraska. They play Texas-San Antonio tomorrow night, 640 at Memorial Stadium in Champaign. And joining us now on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line on 101 ESPN in St. Louis is the head coach of Illinois, Brett Bielema. Coach with Michelle Smallman, this is Randy Carricker. As always, thanks for taking some time. Good morning. Good morning, Randy. Good morning, Michelle. Well, let's start with this. Good to get that uh, that first one under your belt and have it be a win. It was. Uh, it was a great day. Um, you know, I think just to return to college football, to have fans in the stands, to have a nice crowd here, uh, just a lot of positives. We uh, we didn't want to, but we turned it into a four-quarter game, so we kept everybody engaged uh, uh, throughout, and it was just a, an all-around great day. Yeah, congrats on the first win, Coach. It was great. Um, were you able to savor it at all? Because that is your first win at the program. Week zero, it was a great win. But I'm just wondering if you were able to soak it in at all or if it's on to the next one, on to UTSA. You know, uh, I learned early on in my uh, coaching career, especially uh, as a head coach, you've you got to enjoy them all, right? Um, you got to take them all in, take a moment to breathe. So it was a noon kickoff, so we were able to get done uh, midday. Um I, I got a lot of obligations, obviously, at the media, um, had recruits here on campus, um, did a variety of different things here in the office. I was able to uh, take a deep breath and enjoy it with my family and friends. Uh, um, but uh, Sunday comes around quickly and, and uh, on to the next one. Uh, Coach, earlier in the show, we were talking about Gus Malzahn, who talked about his post-win ritual is going to Waffle House. He has an order that he has. Is there anything that you do after a victory? Do you have any sort of ritual? No, it's definitely not a waffle house. Uh, but I would, I would say, uh, you know, uh, one of the one of the things that's kind of evolved, uh, you know, from being a head coach the last thirteen years is just really just to spend time with my wife uh, and and the girls. That was able to get home and give them a hug. They they actually uh, uh, stayed home. They're quite not quite to the age where they can sit through an entire football game. So um, was was able to get home and uh, my two daughters talked about seeing me on TV. It was kind of one of those moments you just really truly appreciate. We don't. We as coaches don't get a lot of time at home, so anytime you can get there and kind of be around them, that's that's the ritual I need. Coach, in that opener, you get a defensive touchdown from Calvin Hart. You get the safety. And I know every coach likes to score on defense, but how much will that be part of your defensive identity? Not just getting turnovers, but having your defense score points for you. Well, Randy, I think the, the part that we hope for as coaches is just to be uh, a defense team that's opportunistic, right? So, like, if uh, if that opportunity is there to get the scoop and score, was just icing on the cake. But, um, you know, that in that particular situation, we had went into a two-minute offense um, and uh, were able to advance the ball a little bit. We unfortunately turned the ball over, um, our only turnover of the day, where we put the ball on the ground. So our offense, unfortunately, gave us a turnover, but our defense went out there and, and, and balanced it right back with a turnover and score. So 
we, we talk all the time about being a, a complimentary football team, right? Having the offensive, defense, and special teams, you know, kind of complement one another. And that was the truest definition right there at the end of the half for, for us to have. Coach, do you have any update on quarterback Brandon Peters? I know yesterday you said he was progressing nicely after that shoulder injury last week, but do you have any sort of timeline for him? You know, um, one thing I've learned as a head coach, right? They call me head coach for a reason. I don't try to be a doctor. Um, I'm, I'm just kind of laying in their hands. They uh, have been very impressed with just the way BP has, um, you know, uh, basically come back. Is You know, everybody's built a little different, right? Everybody's got a little different genetic makeup. Um, everybody responds differently. Uh, I would say the overall uh, feeling from, from being around uh, BP this week was he came back a lot quicker than they had thought. Um, uh, isn't quite there yet, but there's a very good chance he could be with us this week, if not next week. And um, that's a positive for us. And But more importantly for him, he's a kid that's a, you know, a six-year senior, came back for all the right reasons and, and excited. But uh, I want to tell you, he was, he was cheering for Art as, as loud as anybody on Saturday. This team really believes in you know, helping one another out, taking a step in the right direction, which is a huge part of why we hopefully are going to have success. Love that mentality. And even if uh, BP isn't able to go, you have to be impressed with what you saw out of Art Sikowski when he came in and uh, Brandon Peters' relief. I was really impressed not only with his play coach, but with his poise in a big moment like that. You know, Michelle, he is uh, mature beyond his years. He, he really is a kid that really is unflappable. He, he takes the moment. Um, his preparation is the same every day. You know, as a coach, I always say one of the greatest values we can have is to be consistent. And, and he is definitely one of those guys that um, Monday through Friday is, is the same guy every day. Um, Saturday, I didn't know. You know, I've never been through a game with him. I've seen game tape on him. I've seen him compete, but I've never been through that moment. And he handled that thing as, as well as anybody could ever handle it. The Illini coach, Brett Bielma, with Carriker and Smallman on 101 ESPN. Coach, we've all seen, heck, you were in the Big Ten. You remember App State going into Michigan. And kids throughout the course of the week, you get a win over Nebraska. They're on social media seeing how great they were. People on campus saying, hey, congratulations on the win. How do you get your team's attention for a week going into a game like this, coming off of a win like you had last week? Well, uh, you know, the, the part as a coach we said on Sunday, which is, you know, truly one of those moments you just learn with time is uh, to have the teaching moments we had on Saturday and to be able to learn from them on Sunday uh, after a win. It's always kids when you, when you lose a game, right? Uh, they're just not as receptive to learning and teaching. They're pissed. They're mad. They're upset. Um, but when you win a game, they, they realize, Hey, we, we were able to do this, but we still did these things that can take away from us winning. So we were able to show them, listen, you played a game, but, Here's what you did wrong. Here's some things that we can correct. Um, we learn from Nebraska's mistakes as well. One of the things I do as a coach is I show them the mistakes they made, right, and and what possibly might have turned us uh, into into the winners in that game. So we really try to learn from both sides of, of the coin, right, from the offensive, defensive point of view that we had, but also from our opponent. Coach, you had 41,000 in the house, and you've got a lot of people here in St. Louis, Illinois grads that were fired up watching that on TV. And I know that as a coach, that's the, the big thing. Winning games fills up the, the house and gives you a better opportunity to win. What are you hoping for tomorrow night? You know, um, what I've tried to do is just concentrate on task. I do, I do try to do everything I can from interviews like this to uh, anything that I can agree to as a coach to, uh, you know, keep building our brand, right? And I know it's it's – you know, important for people to realize that, you know, we want to have success, but a lot of that is tied to the energy in the crowd and the people that are around us. Um, I, I can't stress to our players enough to, 
I'll be thankful about the, the crowd they, they play in front of. And, and for us, um, the more we can represent the people of Illinois, uh, obviously Michelle is a grad like and, and is a fan, and people that aren't here at the game, um, you know, our goal is to have as many Illinois supporters from state to state, um, from coast to coast as we possibly can, and, and hopefully continue to build this brand. And, Coach, I attended a small school, Lindenwood, here in the St. Louis area, but this morning I'm wearing my Illini orange shirt, so I'm a fan. I love it. We converted him, I Coach. Love it, <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> you got it. Um, one more from me, Coach. It's it's always a delicate balance as the head football coach of a, of a program like Illinois or anywhere, really, because you have the task at hand where you're focusing on the game week to week, but you always have one eye towards the future when it comes to recruiting as well. You really have to find a way to balance your time there. But coming out first win as the head coach of the program, a week zero win, Big Ten win. What does that do for recruiting? Going out and starting the season and the way that your program did? Yeah, the way the NCAA rules work, we actually kind of opened the door this week uh, or midweek for some recruiting that, that could begin to happen. Um, we had over 180 uh, recruits and their families uh, here last week, and we'll have another big number this week. So uh, any positive juice we can get is, is great. Um, I, I think our guys uh, have wired themselves into it. We have a recruiting staff here that uh, you know is, is hopefully ahead of the curve on, on everything that we're doing. So there is a lot of positive out there. Social media, we were one of the uh, a few teams that was able to play last week had the best viewing of any college football game. So I think there's a lot of positives going out there. But uh, like you say, like it's it's about what we've done, right? So we have the win behind us, but it's about what we have in front of us tomorrow. And Coach, I'll tell you, going into grocery stores and, and convenience stores here in the area, especially uh, on Sunday after the game, people were talking about it. People saying, hey, did you watch the Illini? So uh, you've got people excited here in St. Louis, and we're looking forward to tomorrow night and uh, another, hopefully, W for the Fighting Illini. We thank you for taking your time, the time with us this morning, Coach. Thank you, Randy. Thank you, Michelle. I-L-L. I and I, Coach. We'll I get him I. tomorrow. Yep. All right. That's Coach Brett Bielma joining us on 101 ESPN. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The College Football Playoff Committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the College Football Playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. It's a well-known fact that good sleep leads to a happier life. Okay, maybe that's not a fact fact, but don't you just feel amazing after a great night's sleep? Like the first night back in your own bed after traveling. It's time to demand more first night back kind of sleep. Stop tossing and turning and talk with your doctor about how you can seize the night and day. And visit SeizeTheNightAndDay.com to learn more.